0: Hello again and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures Podcast. I'm Tom. As always, I'm with my gorgeous, wonderful, intelligent, (laughs) hard-working Disney parks around the globe, loving wife and (laughs) co-host, Michelle. Thank you, sweetie. Hi, everybody. So good to have you with us. We are recording this episode. It's back on a Sunday, Sunday, July 11th, (laughs) 2021. That might actually be a rarity coming up for some several episodes last time, this time, coming up in current weeks, but right. we'll get into all that in the future. But thank you for joining us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And while you're there, you can sign up for the newsletter please sign up for the newsletter. (laughs) Just another way to be involved with us in the Hyperion adventures podcast world. Another great way to be involved with us is on social media. We're on Twitter at Hyperion podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion adventures podcast. We do have a brand new, well, mostly new Hyperion Adventurers Facebook group where we're interacting with a Mm -hmm. lot of people out there. And we hope you'll join along with us with this fun time that we're having out there. By the way, I put out, I just shared our the Encanto trailer this week, right. and that thing took off on, <laughs> like it got so many likes, like I don't know how people discovered it, I hashtagged it with Encanto, but right. people on Facebook were finding it, we have a bunch of brand new members to the group, so if you're listening to this podcast, and you're a member of the Hyperion Adventurers group, welcome, we're so glad to have you along with us. Yeah, it's, it's
1: cool things like that can happen, and uh, yeah, the trailer was fabulous, so it's not surprising that it did get a lot of attention um the music seems
0: phenomenal mm-hmm. as expected and can't wait for that to come out yeah uh lin-manuel miranda's did mm-hmm. the music for that it looks uh, the animation looks spectacular the characters look great i just uh, it's coming out this fall in canto and i can't wait to watch it i know you feel the same way yeah and, uh, that looks, trailer just whet our appetites that much more oh
1: for sure it looks like it's going to be a great like holiday time family fun yeah
0: for sure, for sure. So that was a great part of this week. Uh, we are also on YouTube. You can find mostly these episodes in kind of an audio-video format on YouTube, but sometimes we add some other things as well. If you want to find us there, just do a quick search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast. Hit subscribe, and you know whenever we have a new video. And if you want to contact us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com. That's right. As we
1: always say, we love hearing from you all. Uh, those of you who take time to send us a note, we really appreciate it. And if any of you have any questions about any of the information we're sending out to you in our podcast or have a particular item you'd like more information about, please don't hesitate to send us a line.
0: Yeah, even if you just want to say hi. We're we're just That's happy true. to interact with you in any way possible. Another thing that you could probably help us out with if you'd like to, if you've enjoyed this show, if you've enjoyed listening to the show, the free content we put out week in and week out, uh, we hope you join along with us on our Patreon page. You can find us there at patreon.com slash hyperion adventures podcast we have four tiers there starting from as little as two dollars per month then and we also have five dollars ten dollars twenty dollars with all sorts of great perks for you as a matter of fact those of you that are in the five dollars and larger tiers. This week, I will be drawing up our brand new Disney dishes blog Mm. recipe. I'm not going to tell you what it is yet, but this is going to be coming out by the end of the week. I will say though, it involves noodles and cheese. (laughs) Great combination. Can't miss on that one. So uh, if you haven't signed on yet, there's still a chance to get in and get into the fun. Get that recipe. Just come on to our Patreon page, sign up for whichever tier is best for you. Again, for the recipe, it's five dollars and up. Uh, but we have also other perks as well, and we just appreciate uh, anybody who's willing to help us out along this journey, help us cut some of the costs that we have during this, and to uh, eventually upgrade our equipment as well.
1: Right. So thank you to those of you who've already signed up and become Patreons. You're the best. we really love you and we love all our listeners um, and just want to say a shout out to them.
0: Shout out to all our listeners. By the way, Um, we will never not put out content, put out specific content just for patrons. Uh, All our Hyperion Adventures podcast will always be available for everybody. Uh, We're happy if you want to help us out. If you can't afford it, if you don't want to, that's fine too. We're just happy that you're along with us and uh, enjoying the show. Right. And if you
1: really want to help us out you can also tell a friend about our
0: podcast yes please tell your friends about the show uh it's a great way to get the word of mouth out that this show exists that people might enjoy it and get our listenership up and just uh, and, you know grow this community even larger that's right yes so uh let's get to our segment we started just a couple weeks ago that we like to kind of lead in the show with and that is my favorite thing from this week. Now it could be Disney related, it could be personal, it could be whatever you want. Um, We're starting again with Michelle this week one because she's wonderful, awesome. She does all things (laughs) great but I really want to hear what her favorite thing was from this week. Um, It was kind of hard to
1: choose. There were a lot of fun things that happened this week. Uh, but I guess I'm going to go, I'm going to stay with the Disney theme on this one and say how, uh, we decided to participate in the California discount that Disneyland (laughs) is offering and, you know, decided to, uh, do a couple extra days at Disneyland that we weren't planning to do before so it's kind of fun to know that we have that coming up
0: yeah we uh we end this 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 discount which I'm actually going to talk about in the Disney stories of the week uh came out this week found out about it we're only going to be going to Disneyland next week for one day even though we're going to be staying at the Disneyland hotel for a couple of days but found out about it made a call to see if we could uh, exchange our tickets that we had already purchased for this new Mm -hmm. package. Uh, A great cast member helped us out. I'm sorry, I I should have notated her name. I did give her five stars on the the survey afterwards, but she helped us out, got us a refund, got us the new uh, tickets. And so we're ready to go. And so now, yeah, we have three days of Disneyland that we have coming up thanks to this uh, special ticket price. Right.
1: So, and what's really nice, and I know you're going to talk about it, so maybe I shouldn't continue on no go ahead okay well I was gonna say what's really nice about it too is that uh, it doesn't expire 13 days after initiating it so we know we'll have a couple days now and then an extra day to spare you know Probably later in the summer.
0: Yeah, and maybe for a time to talk for something else we'll be talking about this week in the Disney Stories of the Week and experiencing that as well. But we'll discuss all that later. So great. Uh, My favorite thing from this week was, and I'm surprised Michelle did not mention this. uh, It was us going out on the Monday after the July 4th holiday, stopping on the way home and purchasing (laughs) Michelle a brand new car which I delivered on Tuesday (laughs) to her to her work so she could drive home on Tuesday in her brand spanking new car and Uh, as uh, what followed suit is that, is that I sort of got a new car. It's Michelle's (laughs) old car. It's 10 years old, but now that is my new car. Uh, So we both kind of have new cars. Michelle has a really new car, which is a beautiful, gorgeous, um, just it's a spectacular car. And I have a sort of new to me car. (laughs) I
1: thought about using that one too. Um, But, you know, and and it is a wonderful car. I love it. I do want people to understand it's a budget car, though. It's, it, it's nothing uh, it's a beautiful car I don't know what you're saying really it's a beautiful pretty car. but it yeah it's not one of those high-end cars for yeah sure.
0: it's, it's pretty high-end for me it's high-end i have a car that's 10 years old before that i had a car that's 20 years old it's pretty high-end to me but uh, i i'm i was so happy to uh you know deliver that to yeah, you it so and that, you, that, you that you've got to yeah. have a chance to drive it around and it's been, i even got to drive it a little bit well i got to drive it to you that day but i drove <laughs> it a little bit yesterday morning and we're looking forward to driving it up to disneyland next weekend so.
1: exactly feels good to know we have a car that will make it <laughs>
0: our cars could make it. It's nice to have a little bit sleeker ride to go up there in, so that'll be nice. So we did also get some uh, responses to uh, my favorite thing this week from a a few of our Hyperion Adventurers in our Hyperion Mm -hmm. Adventurer Facebook group. Um, Start with Charles who wrote in, my favorite thing this week was The Tomorrow War, uh, which I believe is a movie that is streaming Mm -hmm. on Amazon Prime right now, stars Chris Pratt. He said, I knew nothing about the plot, so it was a fun and entertaining surprise. Okay, I guess Pat coming back from vacation is awesome, too. Fine. (laughs) Pat and Charles, of course, do the Conversations podcast together. Go check them out. Check out their show. Great show. uh, If you want some entertaining uh, Star Wars talk, uh, they have a great show.
1: Yeah, they're, they're some amazing people. And uh, they really can bring joy to you by listening to their podcast.
0: For sure, for sure. Uh, Cam hit us up also on the Hyperion Adventurers Facebook group and said mine was seeing Black Widow at the IMAX theater last night. Ooh. Enjoyed the story and the action and seeing a big film in the theaters again. <laughs> so yeah, that's great. Um, yeah. Uh, we watched it as well, although we watched it at home. Um, we did the premiere access through Disney Plus, but uh, really enjoyed it. It was a very good film. I don't know if it was a. I would call it a. Great Marvel film, but it was a very good, decent offering from Marvel that we enjoyed and great send off for Natasha Romanoff.
1: Right, definitely and giving a little bit of backstory and introducing some other characters.
0: Yeah, uh, that's. I think the side characters were some of the, the yes, best parts of right, that movie, right. so definitely, for sure. Uh, finally, Scott hit us up and said, my favorite thing from this week is summer night baseball with fireworks after the game. I think yes. he lives up in Minnesota, went to a Twins game with his, with his daughter. I'm not sure if his wife went along. I saw a picture of him and his daughter. I don't know if his wife went along as well, mm-hmm. but uh, great time out at the, the Twins baseball game that's cool
1: yeah that is cool love it
0: yeah so if you and by the way if you ever want to hit us up every week uh, with your favorite thing from this week again it could be Disney related it could be personal it doesn't matter just whatever your favorite thing is from this week we will share it when we do this segment every episode yeah being an adventurer yep be in hyperion adventure That's right as for this week's show we have lots i mean so much stuff for you this <laughs> week i'm not sure if we'll be able to fit it in so we will try uh to fit all <laughs> of this into today's show including we now know some of the details about how you'll be able to celebrate the spooky season at the disneyland resort including the return of one of our favorite nighttime mm-hmm. events yes yeah Uh, Speaking of Disneyland, Michelle already alluded to this. There's a fantastic new ticket offer available that you might be interested in if you reside within the Golden State. Uh, We also learned some new and interesting information about dining options that will be coming to the Disney Wish. And we finally have the reopening dates for several guest favorite Walt Disney World resorts. But let's get right to our main topic of the week. So for this week's main topic, you know, we've heard a lot in the last few years about, you know, a lot of the domestic stuff that's going on at the parks, at the Walt Disney World Resort, at the Disneyland Resort. So we're all, you know, really in touch with all what's what's going on, what's maybe put on pause, maybe what's been canceled or is hoping to come in the future. But, you know, there's a lot of great stuff coming to some of these Excellent parks that are around the world. So, around the globe. Around the globe. So we thought we'd take a look at some of this stuff. You may are, have heard about this, but maybe you don't remember because it's been quite a while. But there is some fantastic stuff. There is some great excitement at the Disney parks around the globe.
1: Right. And we want your participation, too, because uh, Tom and I are going to each kind of pitch some of our favorite new things that are happening at different parks around the globe and we want to hear from you which one after our great explanations are you just dying to try yeah
0: so we're <laughs> going to break this up there are four uh international disney parks outside of the u.s of course um and so we're going to break it up michelle is going to do disneyland paris and the tokyo disney resort i'm going to handle hong kong disneyland and shanghai disney resort so uh, we'll see and you can tell us Which who enticed you more to go or
1: (laughs) could it be just
0: that the actual attractions lands or whatever themselves enticed you more. But we want to hear from you about that.
1: Yeah, it'll be fun having your interactions. We love hearing from you. Yes. So
0: let's start with it and we'll start with Michelle. I don't know which one which part she's going to begin with, but we'll go to Michelle first to hear what she is sharing as far as excitement at disney parks around the globe where which park are we starting in with you uh i think we'll start with disneyland paris one that's close to your heart of course and we've been to before that's
1: right so there's a lot of new things obviously happening at all of these uh i think one of the things that has had the most recent um discussion about or, or information shared out there on social media is related to their new hotel the hotel new york art Of Marvel Mm -hmm. Hotel and that really has some excitement around that too that they have some cool restaurants and lounges Um, and I'm really only gonna highlight two of those one of each so the first one is the Skyline Bar and when you're in that lounge you get to feel like you're actually in new york city they have uh screens that that show views of skyscrapers um you know through the magic of the imagineers you you can really feel like you're you're part of that breathtaking view of the new york city skyline including the avengers tower Mm -hmm. so um you know and and when you're looking at the information about this lounge it, it kind of reminds me a little bit, too, of the technology they are planning to use on the Disney Wish for the Star Wars Lounge, you know, but that you can really feel immersed into an area um, and it can just kind of transform you. So thought that is a pretty cool place to stop and, you know, have some cocktails, maybe some traditional cocktails to feel like you're right there in New York City.
0: Yeah, if you can uh, afford to stay at that resort, it looks pretty Spectacular. The rooms look, uh, they're decked out really well. The, uh, the art that's uh, marveled th- uh, throughout the entire resort uh, is spectacular. Um, yeah, very interesting stuff.
1: Right. They also have a rest, well, several restaurants, but one that really uh, seemed to capture my attention was it- the Downtown Restaurant. That's what it's called. Uh, it's an all-you-can-eat menu, and they have dishes representing Chinatown, Little Italy, and, of course, American cuisine uh, in stations. And it's so cool how they can Capture the food so vividly associated with New York City. In fact, they even put it on their cover, their menu cover. Be prepared for a mouth-watering culinary tour of Spider-Man's hometown. Nice. Yeah. That's exciting. I know. So, and the other thing that's pretty cool about it, you know how some restaurants, um, especially when you're thinking a little old-fashioned type, they'll have. Uh, autographed pictures of celebrities along the walls. Well, in this restaurant, they have Marvel sketches. In fact, the largest collection of Marvel Marvel sketches on their walls. So, um, but let's kind of take a little tour here ourselves. Like maybe you might want to start your meal off with a taste of Chinatown, you know, some noodles and black mushrooms or possibly an assortment of dim sum. Mm, Sounds good. I know. And then moving on to the main course, hmm, maybe you might feel like you want some Italian dishes, something representative of Little Italy. How about sea bream? which is widely considered by chefs to be the tastiest of all fishes, are served with tomato and olive sauce and aubergine parmigiana. Mm. Yum. Yum. I know. So maybe you might want to complete your meal with some American-themed desserts, and they actually offer an assortment of American desserts, including New York cheesecake, of course, carrot cake, chocolate babka, and Baby Groot Chocolate Moose. Ooh, Baby Groot Chocolate Moose. That's right. Mm. That's right. Um, but we couldn't forget mentioning a new attraction at Disneyland Paris for this episode. Um, and one of the things that's interesting is that the Walt Disney Studios Park, which is one of the two parks at Disneyland Paris, is really going through some transformations right now. In fact, they're getting geared up to have an Avengers headquarters there. Um, so, one of the newest things, though, that they've implemented is they've reimagined one of their attractions to be themed with our Pixar Cars, which is one of our favorite films and characters. Uh, and it's called Cars Road Trip Attraction. And in this one, you're taking an, a tour on a tram with Sally and Cruz as your tour guides. And they, they uh, bring you through Route 66 and all the fun and the characters that you get to see in the in the movies. Um, and the interesting thing is they they reimagined their focal uh, point, which in the original attraction was called Catastrophic Canyon. It's now Catastrophic Canyon or something like that. I may be saying it wrong. But anyways, um, you get to have that explosion and water gushing down the side of the the wall there. And it just looks like an amazing, amazing attraction with characters that people really have grown to love.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's kind of a they reimagined what was used to be the, the back lot of Tour right. that was there, and also used to be at uh, Disney Hollywood Studios, or mm-hmm. you know, hashtag Always MGM as well. <laughs> um, but uh, they've kind of changed it around and reimagined it and made it a Cars themed attraction that does look cool. Yeah. yeah,
1: it really does. You know, and it's it's cool when you're going through. It. It's it's very bilingual. The characters go between each other of saying the line, you know, the lines in English and Spanish. Excuse me, English and French. Um, but you can really get a sense, no matter you know which of those language you feel most proficient in yeah very cool so, yeah very it cool. looks so fun it looks adorable and uh, you know it's always fun to see the imagineers you know it's almost i think sometimes probably harder to be tasked with taking something that exists and recreating something versus starting from scratch right then blue skying something uh, yeah that's right. uh, for sure right interesting so. All right, so what park are you going on to next?
0: Uh, Well, I'm going to start at Hong Kong Disneyland, and uh, I decided to go and not have anything that is already open. I'm just going to what's coming in the future, so we are looking forward to these ones. Both the the parks that I have, um, there is some amazing things that are already in play at both those parks, Mm -hmm. well worth visiting now. But if you're thinking ahead, thinking of going into the future um, to because let's face it I mean none none of these trips is a small jaunt over you know you're not driving there for the day or whatever this is going to be a major vacation to whatever spot you're going to go to and so you're going to want to have the best of everything (laughs) now the both of these locations already have some fantastic stuff but coming up here I'm going to start with at Hong Kong in 2022 As we all know, hashtag real men love Frozen. Well, soon there is going to be a brand new land called Arendelle World of Frozen. I mean, you may not get me out of that land if you know me very well. And it sounds really, really, really cool. I mean, cool. Cold, Cold. Cold. The cold never bothered me anyway. Uh, (laughs) It's set to open in 2022. So it's coming up. It's not Mm -hmm. that far away. We'll be here before you know it. And it'll be the first of the, the, this is going to be in actually uh, a couple of the parks, but this will be the first of the parks that's going to have the opportunity to, you'll have the opportunity to experience it. So um, if you're looking to go sooner than later, um, this might be the park for you. Now, here's the deal with this land. It's going to be set in between. It's it's kind of in a, a time, period set in between the original Frozen film and mm-hmm. Frozen 2 it's well, what they say about it in this time of happily ever after peace and prosperity have returned to the kingdom of Arendelle Queen Elsa has now embraced her magical ice powers and she and Princess Anna have created a summer snow day for the <laughs> merriment of the kingdom so apparently you know when Elsa kind of froze over Arendelle everyone was kind of horrified by the whole thing <laughs> Yeah, they kind of liked, you know, hey, you know, summers get a little warm. You know, a little ice in the middle of summer every once in a while. Not so bad, right? right? So you'll get the chance to experience that. Guests are invited to take part in this joyous occasion and celebrate the day that Anna saved Elsa with an act of true love. Guests can join a musical journey to Elsa's Ice Palace and also venture across the bridge to explore the neighboring forest. They will enjoy an exciting family thrill ride that traverses the natural landscape built by wandering oaken for this special occasion whatever discoveries and experiences guests enjoy they will find that arendale offers countless opportunities for surprise and delight during this kingdom-wide celebration so Uh, Really cool stuff and really fun. Um, So the attractions they're talking about there Mm -hmm. is, yes, if you've you've been to Walt Disney World, you've been to Epcot, you know that hashtag real men love Frozen (laughs) ever after. Well, you can also now experience that over at Hong Kong once this opens up in 2022. But there's also a brand new attraction coming that is going to be Wandering Oaken's Sliding Sleighs. Hmm. Yeah, it looks a little bit, if you look at the concept art, looks a little bit like Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. So it's kind of got that feel for it. And uh, according to the original announcement Disney CEO Bob Chapek made at the D23 Expo in Tokyo, uh, he said that this attraction will go something like this. Uh, He said, your journey begins when you visit Oaken's infamous store, You'll then be helped by Olaf and Sven as they pull your sled to the top of the lift and send you on your way. Uh, that sounds like fun, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, come yeah, on Olaf ride. and Sven. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm all about that. So uh, it looks like a blast. You know me, I love frozen. I'm very excited to try this. There's also some great restaurants and shops, uh, TikTok toys and collectibles, Northern delights, the restaurant only available at Hong Kong, by the way, uh, the golden Cross. Crocus Inn, Bayside Wharf, and the Traveling Traders. It just sounds like my kind of land. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. I, I definitely see your name written all over that.
0: But, but if you're not, maybe maybe you're not as much of a princess as I am. Maybe you're <laughs> not as much into the Frozen things as I am. Although, hashtag real men do love Frozen. Um, Maybe you like superheroes a little more. Mm-hmm. Well, there's more stuff coming out there for Hong Kong just for you if you're a superhero fan, especially a Marvel fan, because the Stark Expo in Hong Kong is coming. Wow. Yeah. So it's supposed to be a world exposition who's theme of a better tomorrow today was meant to inspire and motivate through technological innovation however shortly after it opened the expo was attacked by the forces of Hydra (laughs) yep Uh, When even more powerful forces threaten the entire planet, the Avengers realize that the Earth needs more heroes. That's why they're opening up a lot of these Marvel themed areas like one Michelle talked about over at Disneyland Paris around the globe. It's to kind of rally and get more heroes involved in help fighting these bad guys, including those of Hydra. Uh, So today to defender uh, to better defend the planet, the Avengers are setting up the new headquarters and technology sharing exchanges around the globe to empower and inspire all potential recruits willing to step up and become heroes. Now, uh, there are a couple of things I'm not going to really go into them because as I mentioned I'm not going to talk too much about what's already available. But you can already go within Hong Kong and do Ant Man and the Wasp Nano Battle mm-hmm. and the Iron Man Experience attraction as well. Uh, but coming up in 2023, and this is something that has been talked about, we will eventually get to Avengers Campus at Disney California Adventure Park, and I believe also at Disneyland Paris, the Avengers. Quinjet attraction is coming where you're going to be able to fly in a quinjet and then fight along Avengers. Yeah. Um it's it, it sounds really really cool. By the way, 2023 happens to be the year that Avengers Endgame just happens to be set in, so uh oh, take that into the equation as well. So uh if, whether you like princesses whether you're like frozen because you're a real man <laughs> or whether you're more into the superheroes or all of it, Hong Kong is the place for you.
1: Wow. Yeah. Some exciting
0: things coming up for sure. Love it. For love sure. It. So, so that's a look at Disneyland Paris and Hong Kong Disneyland. Michelle, love I believe it. you have a Tokyo Disney resort to talk right, about.
1: Now. right. So Tokyo Disneyland park, uh, recently went through their largest expansion in the history of Tokyo Disneyland park. Um uh, it, really spread across three of their lands, Fantasyland, Tomorrowland, and Toontown. Uh, It obviously featured new attractions, restaurants, and shops, but I'm really going to focus on one of their attractions. Uh, It's called Enchanted Tale of Beauty and the Beast, and it's really a unique uh, attraction created just for Tokyo Disneyland. So here, guest board enchanted teacups that dance around, you know, in in sync with the music, and uh, they the ride follows Belle through her uh, adventure, you know, that like we saw in the original animated film. So um, the audio animatronics of this attraction are killer. They're amazing. And what's really uh, new, I think, about this this attraction is it's not just like a linear where you're just going, you know, in a car or a, or a tram around and seeing things. Actually kind of going around different sides of the, the scene of the room that you're in. So like when you're in the room where Lumiere is singing to Belle and all the dishes are dancing and everything, you're, you're actually, your teacup is moving around the table and you get different perspectives of what's going on. And it really is exciting. You are a part of that actual attraction of what's going on. You're, you're uh, more than just an outside spectator. And, you know, to me, that type of technology and experience really brings it, you know, to a different level when we talk about immersive experiences. So, I mean, the closest thing I can kind of, ex- you know, compare it to is in the great movie ride, like when you are in the Yellow Brick Road scene, but put that on steroids, you know, <laughs> it's a constant moving. Uh, there's a lot going on, the activity. And so I, I just think it's something that is such an amazing Uh, attraction that they've added there.
0: Sounds like a couple of scenes uh, from Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway kind of where you have the attractless type thing. Right. A couple of scenes that I'm not, because many of you haven't had a chance to experience it yet, so I'm not going to spoil it, but for me from your description, it sounds like a couple of the scenes from that attraction, just maybe, like you said, on steroids.
1: Right, right. And I think the fact that it's audio animatronics making them look more human um, is also something that brings the a level of reality sense to it. Mm -hmm. So so. yeah. Yeah. So,
0: So uh, that's what you got? That's what I got. I like it a lot because uh, I do love Beauty and the Beast and I've seen some of the uh, early work of the uh, audio animatronics and video of that and it looks stunning and uh, that's exciting stuff. So really cool. Yeah. Yeah, That's that's enticing for sure. So, So now you're at Shanghai. Yeah. So now at the Shanghai Disney Resort, which has already has so much. I mean, there's just videos and videos and videos that you want to go on YouTube and check out of all the spectacular particular attractions, mm-hmm. um, really. Uh, top-of-the-line attractions, state-of-the-art stuff that they already have there. And so that's enough to get you there. But there's also some more stuff coming up. And so, okay, we've already been to Disneyland Paris. We've been to Tokyo Disney. We've been to Hong Kong. and You've already had the option to go belt out Let It Go with Elsa. (laughs) You can fly and fight alongside Avengers in all these parks. Now we have Beauty and the Beast as well. You can go and and dance along with them in your own teacup or whatever. So what could possibly top that I don't know what. Well, of course, it's animals in <laughs> pants. That is what you can look forward to at the Shanghai Disney Resort because the city of Zootopia mm-hmm. is and going I'm to so be opening in the very near future out at the Shanghai Disney Resort. It's a new land that will bring to life the characters and stories from Disney's popular animated film, of course, Zootopia. Uh, the expansion will become the theme park's eighth land. Wow. So, wow, you have that much to explore yes. there when you go to Shanghai Disneyland. Uh, it's, uh, the first-ever zootopia theme land will immerse guests in the world of the Academy Award-winning film, of course, where anyone can be... Anything! (laughs) You did that great. (laughs) Uh, Zootopia will be unique to the Shanghai Disneyland Resort and will feature a new major attraction that will seamlessly uh, blend Disney storytelling and state-of-the-art technologies in order to bring this fan-favorite movie and characters to life. The new theme land will also invite guests to fully immerse themselves in the mammalian metropolis. Say that five times fast of Zootopia uh, and come along on an adventure with, of course, Judy and Nick and a brand new attraction with a brand new attraction, entertainment, merchandise and food and beverage offerings. The new land will provide guests with even more to experience and enjoy at Shanghai Disneyland than ever before. It just sounds really cool. We'd get, get a tiny sneak peek of it. Mm-hmm. We watched the uh, the little five-year celebration D23 put out of Shanghai Disneyland right. and they gave you some little sneak peeks and they're just the little things that they showed. There were just so many hints of things like doors for different sized right. creatures, <laughs> you know, whether it be, you know, some of the little rodents right. or whether it be up to the giant giraffes mm-hmm. or elephants or whatever. It just was really cool looking. And uh, they also shared a look at some of the Amazing audio animatronics. Michelle already mentioned some of the Beauty and the Beast animatronics. Well, they have some spectacular ones coming for the new dark ride, which they have not given us a title for yet. Uh, But there is going to be a Zootopia themed uh, dark ride there. I I assume it's a dark ride. It may be something different, but I'm assuming it's a dark ride. And one of the things we got to see was a three meter tall polar bear from Tundra Town that looks spectacular, but um, they're saying that these are going to be some of the most elaborate audio animatronics uh, we've ever seen, and they're going to be throughout the land, you're also going to get to meet up with um, some of your favorite characters from Zootopia, of course, Judy Hopps, Nick Wilde, uh, Flash Flash, 100 Yard Dash, <laughs> um, Giselle, Officer Clawhauser, Chief Bogo, Yaks the Yak. He may be the one that's not wearing pants, by yeah. the way. Most of them are wearing pants. He likes to go free freestyle. flow. Yeah, you know, out there. Um, but it looks like it's going to be a fantastic land. I'm, I can't wait to see because it looks like it's going to have so many little Easter eggs and fun things to pick out as you're going through it. And, you know, we Love that movie, and like I said, animals—well, except for yaks with pants—it's <laughs> going to be great. I—I'm I, very excited for it.
1: Yeah, I mean that's one of the things that we've talked about even before they announced that that Zootopia would be like a great theme for a land or an attraction, and how we're seeing it uh, with. For example, Avengers Campus at Disneyland, how they really are getting into the details. Like you said, little details, big detail, Easter eggs, but it's really very well thought out. And and again, you really feel like you're a part of that. So yeah. that's exciting.
0: Yeah, I can't wait. We don't have a date officially when they're going to open it yet, but they are hard at work on it. Like I said, we got to see some of the... Uh, Work that's being done there Uh, i'm guessing just from what we saw that uh, 2022 summer may be a possibility possibly more like 2023 Mm -hmm. but uh it still looks some of the concept artwork uh some of the things we saw it looks stunning i'm excited for it we love zootopia and we think this is going to be a fantastic fantastic land
1: oh yeah and you know it's it's interesting too or fun i should say that uh they're actually celebrating their fifth anniversary which is hard to believe and you know in some regards it feels like it just opened not that long ago before the pandemic Mm -hmm. but in other regards it's it's like yeah it feels like it's been around for a while so um but you know glad that they're getting to have that extra special celebration this year yeah
0: Really cool. So that's our look at some of the excitement at the Disney parks around the globe. Like Michelle brought up in the beginning of this, let us know um, who did the best job selling <laughs> it. Uh, Michelle, no. Michelle did the best job selling. Uh, but also, you know, whether it's on our sales pitches or whether you just are interested in what they are having to offer, uh, which of these are like is on your bucket list, like top. You know, it's like this one first, then this one, then this right. one, this one. Or if there's only one, you. Want want to get to that's the one you have to get to let us know hit us up on our gmail account hit us up on social media whatever and uh you know if you have any exciting things to talk about we'll share those on an upcoming show as well
1: yeah No, you did a great job i mean you had a lot of exciting
0: things coming up in the future so yeah animals with pants that's right <laughs> what could be more exciting than that so that's our look at excitement at disney parks around the globe That was fun. So much to explore, so much to check out. We cannot wait to get to some of these parks around the right. globe. Which one most enticed do you like? Which park, if you could only pick one to go to? I know we want to get to them all. Right. But if you could only pick one, which one do you think is most interesting to you?
1: Well, I guess I'd have two answers because one would be now with what's available now and, and one would be with what's coming to the future. Um, so I think with what's available right now, I would say Tokyo Disneyland because they, they have just recently renovated so many things, um, you know, and they, they too have some exciting, exciting things coming up with their Disney C, um, but if I was to look at the future, I, I would say, I guess Shanghai would be the one that I would look for. Cool. How, how about you?
0: Yeah, um, I'm on the same kind of in the same boat with you as far as uh, I, I've heard so many great things about Tokyo Disney Resort and uh, especially uh, Disney Sea mm-hmm. out there that uh, that's probably top of the list. Uh, but they're again, they're all on the list. Um I think in the future, I'd also like to get back to Disneyland Paris again because right. we've been there a couple of times and, you know, especially the last time we were there, um, we were like, you know, it needs a little love, right. you know, and, and they have are investing a bunch of money right. into it and they are giving it some love. So I'd like to see, go back and see how much better it's going to right, be when exactly. when they get some of these things done that they're opening within the next few years. So that's uh, a good
1: point. Yeah. You know, when I first moved out to Southern California, I kind of felt that about Disneyland here, that it really needed attention and love. And even though they had uh, just opened Disney California Adventure Park, it still seemed like a little bit like the stepchild. Um, but now it's just amazing. And I am just so impressed with that park. And so like you're saying, I think we'd see similar experience going
0: to Disneyland Paris now. For sure. For sure. So uh, looking forward at some point to checking out all these parks at some point. But uh, yeah, um, it's great. Great stuff coming for sure. So uh, let's get to our Disney stories of the week. I do have several. For I mean, <laughs> like Thursday was crazy. It was like Thing after thing after thing after thing was just dropping (laughs) that day. It was insane. Um, I'm not going to get to all of it, but I am going to get to uh, several of the key things here. I'm going to start with we now know some of the details about how you will be able to celebrate the spooky season at the Disneyland Resort, including the return of one of our favorite nighttime events. Uh, This from the Disney Parks blog. Calling all fans of frightfully fun family experiences. The Halloween season will once again come to life at the Disneyland Resort from September 3rd to October 31st, 2021. You will delight in the spooky fun of Halloween time at both Disneyland Park and Disney California Adventure Park. You will not want to miss all the treasured magic from the transformed halloween themed attractions and sightings of your favorite disney characters and villains to seasonal decor and delightfully delicious treats the downtown disney district also gets into the spirit with delightful decor seasonal treats and an all-new halloween themed pumpkin hunt hunt called pluto's pumpkin pursuit (laughs) that's cute yeah so lots of fun stuff going on. Um as you uh, one thing that's going to be returning that is exciting as you stroll down Main Street USA you will be greeted by the familiar grin of the Mickey Mouse Jack-o-lantern which is always a fan yes. uh, photo spot. It's just so great this giant right. Uh, Jack-o-lantern right there uh, the hub. at the the opening hub of Main Street USA. It's so cool there. Um, they also, of course, will have all those jack-o'-lanterns that line Main Street USA. I think I, we counted them a couple years ago. There were over 200 of them that we saw. There may have been right. more um, just up and down there. Uh, so great. Uh, and, uh, of course, once again, the seasonal overlays of the attractions, including uh, the Haunted Mansion Holiday, is returning once again. Uh, of course, uh, turning the... Haunted Mansion over to Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, One of our favorite things, and we can't wait to experience that as well. But they're not the only place that have the seasonal layovers for um, um, overlays, not layovers, overlays (laughs) for Halloween. Uh, They also have those over at Disney California Adventure Park with Madar's Graveyard, Jamboree, and (laughs) Luigi's Honkin' Halloween. And of course, they also convert Guardians of the Galaxy mission breakout to guardians of the galaxies monsters after dark that's at night so you can you right. can go there do the regular guardians of the galaxy during the day mission breakout and then do the monsters at large or excuse me monsters after dark later in the evening
1: yeah it's great and but the oogie boogie bash is so much fun uh so glad to see that coming back it's Definitely something if you live in Southern Cal that you'll want to experience. And yes, it's an a- after hours, evening ticketed event, but it is really got a lot of value to it.
0: Right. So the Oogie Boogie Bash, let's get right to that. It's, uh, of course, uh, something that we experienced a couple of years ago and we thought it was phenomenal. It was great. It's one of our favorite nighttime ticketed events that right. we ever attended. Um, it'll be on 25 select nights beginning September 9th through Halloween itself, October 31st. Of course, this is a separate ticketed event, so you will have to purchase tickets for the night that you want to go separate than tickets from the park. Uh, you can. The party will run from 6 p.m. to 11 p.m. However, you can mingle in early at 3 p.m. if you b- purchase those tickets. Uh, so many of the things that they have there are some of the stuff that we experienced mm-hmm. as well. They'll have the uh, Villains Grove at Redwood Creek, challenge trail which was really spooky and fun and interesting Uh, of course they'll have all the treats and trails and everything that you can go along and get a bunch of candy we walked away with so much Uh, candy that night Um, and uh, they will also have a frightfully fun parade it sounds more a little more like a cavalcade than a parade right. but it's you know, the fact that they're naming a parade right. seems kind of cool as well now no word yet on if they will be doing the world of color the specialized oogie boogie bash world of color but if they do that was really phenomenal as well
1: yeah yeah i mean just the whole the whole layout and all the fun and excitement of the evening there is like i said brings a lot of value and considering now there are not Annual passes. If you're going to buy a ticket, that's a great ticketed event to attend.
0: Sure. So, uh, if you are thinking about going, general admission tickets start at $114 per guest um, for those special nights, and they will sell out. Believe Mm -hmm. me, um, this is going to be a very popular event. You'll want to get your get in and get it if you're planning on going as soon as possible. They will go on sale. Tickets go on sale. This tuesday july 13th Ooh. no earlier than 9 a.m pacific time so you, if you want to get tickets uh you can go to disneyland.com slash oogie boogie bash and go get the tickets there um but it's going to be a great event uh, i don't know if we're going to get to go this year but um it's we can we can definitely tell you that from a past experience that this is going to be a lot of fun and it's definitely something you will want to attend yeah yeah and the kids would love it too for sure for sure it's it's not so scary. I mean, it, you know, it's it's a, yeah. maybe a little bit scarier than the not so scary party over at Walt Disney World, but right. it's not that scary. And uh, one thing that they didn't mention it here, but remember the Descend Dance party was, was, say, was a lot of fun too. The dance party was great, yeah. yes. So um, again, that wasn't mentioned in here as far as what's going on, but still uh, will be cool. And uh, of course you can wear your costumes and everything else. There are some um, things about masks, right. what you're wearing, not, not you know, covid mask right. you know actual <laughs> halloween mask what you can or cannot wear um but you can wear your costumes dress up have a good time that's a lot of fun uh, one more thing i wanted to mention about halloween time uh, is that also in disney california adventure park you get to experience the return of plaza de la familia in paradise gardens from september 3rd through november 2nd and Ooh. if you don't know what that is is they say this immersive limited time celebration is inspired by the tradition of dia de los muertos uh with the exciting live entertainment, festive food, crafts, and interactive experiences. Several times daily, you'll be able to enjoy a musical celebration of Coco, a dynamic street show honoring Disney and Pixar's Coco, and the everlasting bonds of family. You will also be treated to mariachi music at Paradise Gardens Bandstand. Uh, and the, one of the great things that we loved, and we've been there many times, uh, done this many times, is the um, the memory wall. Right. Where you can write down a memory of somebody that's lost, you know, or Mm -hmm. has, you know, um, uh, traveled on to their Mm -hmm. great reward. And uh, it's just a little way to uh, pay a tribute to them. And it's just wonderful to see all these memories just lining these chains uh, throughout this area. It's just really, really a cool spot.
1: I know. And, you know, just, you know, trying to describe it, it sounds, you know, that sounds nice, but it really is an emotional, great connection uh, and just taking the moment to do that it's just so special right
0: for sure we've we've both done that and it was uh really rewarding so uh definitely take advantage of that if you go so um speaking of disneyland uh, we mentioned this earlier there's a fantastic new ticket offer available that you might be interested in if you reside within the golden state like we do and we did as we mentioned earlier take advantage of this ticket offer right. because uh, why not <laughs> so uh for a limited time residents from all over california it's not just southern california it's anywhere within california can visit the disneyland resort theme parks for as little as 83 dollars per day right. what a steal yeah Uh, with the purchase of a three-day one park per day ticket so uh, what it comes down to is that the the one park per day ticket is $249. That's $83 per day, as I just mentioned. They also have a park hopper option. So if you want to do the three days with a park hopper, that is for $304. Still just a little over $101 per day. Right. That's, again, compared to what the tickets are going for. And there's no tiers on these. Yeah. They are, you don't have to worry about if it's a Sunday, a Saturday, whatever. There's no blockout dates right. uh, for these tickets. Uh, you just need to use them uh three times, anytime through September 30th of 2021. So that's all you need to do. You have all that time to use them. It's not the 13-day limit of where you need to get them in there. So what a great deal. Uh, If you want to purchase these tickets, you can do them online at the Disneyland website, or you can do it over the phone I we I was on the phone the other day for 3 plus hours. I highly suggest if you can do it do it online. Right, uh, you can do it but if you want to do the phone it's uh, you can call you can do it by calling 866-572-7321 again 866-572-7321 and I will tell you we did have a ticket um, that we had purchased for this coming uh, week from Monday that we were going to use. And because we decided to see if we could change it to this, uh, we called them up. That's why I was on the phone and not doing this online. Right. Um, just to see if we could either upgrade it or get a refund or whatever. and they said that this would be a one-time thing, but we could. They refunded us the ticket. Uh, then we just went online and purchased the three day pass. Right. and uh, it, it was actually uh, outside of the wait time, right? Uh, it went really, really easily.
1: Yeah, yeah, it it was. Uh, one of the things of that, though, they they did make sure we purchased the other tickets before they issued the refund. Right, because so. the tickets are
0: non-refundable, so you're right. not supposed to be able to um, just get them. But because of the fact that they knew uh, we were buying this other ticket because we showed right. them, we, we told them the confirmation of buying this other ticket, right. uh, they gave us the refund. So, so just know that going in. so. Uh, Moving on, we learned about some new and interesting dining options that will be coming to the Disney Wish. That's really exciting stuff, especially since we have a cruise on the Disney (laughs) Wish uh, coming out uh, next year. Uh, This, again, from the Disney Parks blog. Their restaurant, we now know what the World of Marvel restaurant, will be entitled. It is Avengers Quantum Encounter. Yeah. And the details of it sound phenomenal fantastic right and it's marvelous marvelous very good honey
1: yeah and it's cool how you can see the video of you know kind of like the restaurant mock-up which is kind of cute
0: yeah so here's what their description was of this uh dining experience they said disney cruise line's most ambitious dining experience ever this exclusive avengers adventure will assemble some of earth's mightiest and tiniest (laughs) superheroes in a larger than life showcase of revolutionary quantum technology and world-class cuisine it's more than a meal and more than a show it's something that's never been done before in a restaurant on land or at sea that's enticing for sure uh, Avengers Quantum Encounter will follow Ant-Man and the Wasp as they embark on their first public speaking engagement on behalf of the Avengers. They are hosting a special presentation of the most powerful super hero technologies such as captain america's shield iron man's arc reactor and ant-man's of course pim particles giving the audience an up-close look at the holographic models field reports and iconic scenes from the marvel cinematic universe displayed on the screens surrounding the room so if you think of kind of the um uh, Art of Animation, you or know, animation kind of, palette. Uh, uh, yes, Animator's Palette, kind mm-hmm. of that, where they have the screens everywhere. Um, it's gonna. It sounds like it's going to be right. s- kind of based kind of like on that, that mm-hmm. just with Marvel theming there. Uh, they say the highlight of this special event is a hands-on demonstration of the latest and greatest Pim Tech, the Quantum Core, which uses cutting edge and highly unstable (laughs) technology to shrink and grow targets at the push of a button. A few misfires will resort in hilarious Ant-Man style hijinks, (laughs) but the real trouble begins when an unexpected villain shows up with a fearsome army in tow, eager to get their hands on this powerful quantum technology. So Ant-Man and the Wasp will need all the help they can get to save the day calling on Captain America, Captain Marvel, and the brave diners at the Disney Wish for backup. (laughs) That means you. Every table at Worlds of Marvel will feature its own Quantum Core, a brand new device that can cause objects to shrink and grow remotely. During dinner, you will assist Ant-Man and the Wasp as they attempt some... Small-scale trials, perhaps shrinking the oversized luggage for easy stateroom (laughs) storage. Uh, When enough of the quantum cords are activated at the same time, the entire venue will become supercharged with energy uh, pulses through the power channels in the walls and ceiling. And if that's not cool enough, uh, they haven't even gotten to the food yet. True to its name, Worlds of Marvel offer dishes inspired by legendary locales like African Wakanda, Eastern European Sokovia, porn one out for Sokovia, yeah. and the Avengers home base of New York City. So it all sounds exciting, phenomenal, and like <laughs> something we will have never experienced before.
1: Well, you know, it's on the Disney cruise ships. They do like to storytell in every opportunity they get, and in the dining experience is no different from that, and this sounds like it's going to be so awesome. Engaging and a lot of fun that I think everybody will enjoy it.
0: Yeah, it sounds like something the kids will really get a kick out right. of pushing that button to get things going when yes. they need to and everything. It just sounds... Like it's going to be a blast. Um, we love Marvel, you know that, and uh, we're we're very excited to get a chance to check this out right. when we get aboard our Disney Wish sailing uh, year from September.
1: Yeah, like I said, it just looks like a lot of fun and very interactive, which is which is so wonderful, especially like you said for the kids when they're sitting there in a dining room waiting to, you know, is this ever going to end? Can we leave? Right. And and feel like
0: they want to stay because it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I love it. And you know, I love one of the things I love about many, and it's not all the Disney dining rooms that do this, but right. a lot of them do, is they have that dinner and a show aspect within the dining room itself. Exactly. And uh, that's what's fun about this, is that not only are you going out for this wonderful dinner at this restaurant, uh, there's some fun times ahead for you that you know you're going to have. And some, obviously, it sounds like some serious surprises. Right. Yeah. Too, so yeah. Really cool stuff. So, uh, but that wasn't the only dining option that they mentioned uh, during this story this week. They also shared a little taste of two new quick and casual options that will be featured on the upper decks of the Disney Wish when the ship debuts in 2022. The first being entitled uh, Marceline Market. Named for Walt Disney's early childhood hometown in Missouri, Marceline Market is a free-flow food hall inspired by popular marketplaces from around the world. Here you will be able to, you will, excuse me, here you will find an ever changing menu of specialized offerings that the whole family can enjoy, including American classics, international specialties, comfort foods, seafood, soups, and salad, vegetarian and plant-based fare, baked goods, and desserts. So it sounds really cool.
1: Yeah. I mean, it sounds, um, it, it to, to me, it kind of sounded like a stations at a buffet mm-hmm. kind of situation, which is really great because then everybody can get what they want, you know, what
0: attracts them the most and have a great meal. It also keeps away from the long lines at some of the, the long buffets, sure. you know, where you're right. if you're going from station. We've been on some other cruise ships that kind of have some similar concept where there's stations mm-hmm. around, and that you know if you if you if it's busy at one station, you go to a different station right. or whatever. It's not waiting in line behind this whole long line right. of people. Right. So um, going back to the Marceline Market, it's going to have ten food stalls and a cafe-style beverage bar in the center. Uh, they say Marsley Market will be styled as an old industrial loft converted into a bustling marketplace, but with a distinctly Disney design twist. At this food hall, the local proprietors are Disney characters themselves. Oh, no. Each station is themed to <laughs> beloved animated films such as Tangled, Ratatouille, Alice in Wonderland, Zootopia. Cannibals and pants and more. <laughs> so uh, that sounds a lot of fun, and uh, can't wait to try that one out.
1: Yeah, have a different dining option for sure, be yeah. fun.
0: But there's another one too. It's the excitement builds. Mickey and friends. Festival of Foods is also going to be aboard the Disney Wish. This is going to be located right in the middle of the fun on the upper decks. Uh, Mickey and Friends Festival of Foods will be the perfect place to grab a quick bite for lunch, dinner, or any time in between. If you're an avid Disney cruiser, you're going to love the mix of fan-favorite treats like... Disney Cruise Line's Signature Soft Serve mm. Ice Cream, of course. You always can get so much ice cream aboard the ship. So much ice cream. Uh, with two brand new selections, the fleet's first dedicated quick service venues for barbecue mm. and Mexican-inspired fare. Yum. Yeah. Sounds love barbecue. Awesome. Love Mexican food. Love that we'll have the option to get those all day. Right. Yeah. So, so, that's very cool. Also offering delectable American classics and other snackable goodies. This open air eatery comprises five uniquely themed food stalls, Mickey's smokestack barbecue, Donald's cantina, (laughs) Daisy's pizza pies, Goofy's grill. And Sweet Minnie, oh, Sweet Minnie, oh. Sweet Minnie's Ice Cream. The entire area is inspired by the seaside boardwalk setting featured in popular Mickey Mouse animated shorts. So we, we all love the new Mickey Mouse animated right. shorts. Uh, this is all going to be inspired by that, so even better. Yeah,
1: it's it just looks darling. <laughs> That's all I can say. Yeah. It looks darling and it sounds fun. And, you know, uh, some of the things that they're offering are currently available on other disney cruise ships you know for example the pizza and the grill you know with like hot dogs Mm -hmm. and hamburgers things like that um but just adding that theming and making it more comfortable and fun for the kids is so fabulous yeah
0: i love that they're 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 taking the concept that they they already have and they're expanding it one they're adding a couple different types of cuisine that right. are interesting. So it's not just pizza and burgers and hot dogs. They're adding the, the Mexican food um, and the barbecue, which yeah. is exciting as well. Um, where's the shawarma? Where's the shawarma? Maybe they'll have a shawarma station coming later <laughs> as well. I love the shawarma. Um, we'll, we'll get our shawarma and Avengers That's campus coming up soon. Uh, but that it's just really cool. And I love the theming to Mickey Mouse shorts because those are, outstanding right. you know no matter what you think about the animation itself the writing and the in the in the humor within the shorts themselves are all are great and i love that this is going to be themed to that
1: yeah it's great that they're you know bringing that to the ship too yeah so
0: Really cool. So finally, I have one more Disney story, and that is that we finally have the reopening dates for several guest favorite Walt Disney World resorts. I'm just going to run through them really quickly, and you can start booking these right now, as a matter of fact, if you have a trip coming up or if you want to change something that you've already booked to a different resort while you're out there. Uh, Starting with the Disney's Polynesian Village Resort will be opening up fully again on July 19th. So that's coming up really, really quickly here. You know, it's only been open to Uh, for the DVC member rooms up to this point. Well, now you can get into some of the rest of the resort, including some of those uh, Moana-themed rooms that they've uh, reimagined out there. Uh, Also, Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge and Jumbo House will open on August 26th. Uh, Disney's All-Star Music Resort opens on September 16th. This is one that people have been chomping at the bit for, and that is... Disney's Port Orleans Resort, the Riverside portion, will be opening on October 14th, and the French Quarter portion will be opening on October 28th. And finally, Disney's All Star Sports Resort will be opening on December 9th. So that many more places to stay within the Disney resorts opening up here in the next several months. Yeah, so
1: that's great. That
0: just the the more that we continue to returning to normal is. Awesome, right? Awesome. For sure. Uh, So one more thing came out this week that I think Michelle wants to touch (laughs) on, and that was another thing that was like, oh my goodness, so much is coming out. Uh, That is the foodie guide for the uh epcot international food and wine festival michelle has some information on that for us
1: right and you know obviously you can get the information online so i'm not going to go through all of it but just some interesting highlights to it uh just to let everybody know if you don't already it is starting on july 15th Um, there are seven new marketplaces this year they have the noodle exchange which is going to have a great shrimp and coconut curry rice noodles with shiitake mushrooms and Thai basil. I mean, that sounds oh, awesome. Sounds really we always do
0: the show when we're hungry. It's I almost know. lunchtime, and we're, <laughs> this is just going to be make us starving. So, great.
1: Uh, the Tangerine Cafe, flavors of Medina, and they're going to have a fried falafel pita with tahini sauce uh, and grilled kebabs with couscous, tomato onion salad, and garlic aioli. Uh, all these new dishes, uh, the Rotonda Bistro is going to have some chilled smoke shrimp salad, which sounded really cool, mm-hmm. um, and a chilled crab and avocado parfait with caviar. Oh, and that, that looks really good. Uh, yeah, right? The images look great. Uh, the Swanky sw- sauce swine, <laughs> <laughs> they're going to have, uh, among a lot of things, uh, a soy glaze sticky ribs with green onions and peanuts, Uh, As well as a crispy pig ear salad with fried toasted tomatilla sauce, pickled red onions, queso fresco, roasted corn salsa, and avocado cream. So, yummy, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Brew wings, and they're going to feature a lot of things, obviously, lots of chicken wings, uh, but one that really... stood out for me was the garlic Parmesan wings with celery and ranch. Mm. And then two others that are going to be opening on October 1st is Lobster Landing (laughs) and Mac and Eats. Wow. I know. Uh, The other thing, I mean, speaking of the October 1st opening of those uh, new marketplaces, there are an additional six that are going to open on October 1st uh just in time for the anniversary celebration so they're going to have uh represented there ireland belgium brazil spain the alps and kenya Mm. so um it's kind of like a festival that continues to grow and give you more options so obviously they're going to have a lot of great um as i mentioned some of the newer marketplaces some of the fan favorites are returning and then you can go again after October 1st or on starting on October 1st and have some other great new experiences with it.
0: Yeah. Uh, that's great. I mean, we're going to get to be out there in just over two weeks as a matter of fact. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, we're going to be out there and, you know, checking out a lot of the food and wine offerings early, but then we're also planning on being back out there for the, of course, the birthday celebration for Walt Disney world. And hopefully we'll get to experience uh, some of the new newer marketplaces that open up after that, and it'll be almost like a brand new festival by the time we get back out there in October. Exactly, so I did come up with five ish. (laughs) It's always an ish. Favorites of new
1: dishes coming out, Um, not ones that I've just already mentioned in their new marketplaces, but France is going to have uh, beignet au trois fromage, which is warm beignet filled with three cheeses.
0: Mm. You just wanted to be able to use your French.
1: I uh, know. No, no <laughs> I just like beignet and cheeses. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds, Sounds good. Awesome. Awesome. Um, in Italy, we can get our pasta fix on. They're going to have... Um, Let's see if I can pronounce this correctly. Much better her French than she is her Italian. Brocanti, <laughs> which is crispy half-moon breaded mozzarella-filled ravioli with uh, pomodoro sauce. Nice. Yeah. Uh, then they're going to have the donut box. And I don't think I can choose which one. I might have to put this on social media to pick for us. They're going to have the candy jar donut made with M&M, Snickers, and Twix. Um, And these are all new. The Sriracha sriracha, sriracha Glazed Donut. Mm. Yeah. Uh, They're going to have a chef's donut of the day and... This one sounds really cool. Crispy chicken on Sriracha glazed donut. Wow. I know it, right? Fascinating. <laughs> a little savory, uh, sweet uh, deal going on there. Exactly. And uh, this one, it's not necessarily a new offering, but one I, I find that it brings good memories to us. Uh, in Germany, they're going to have a- apple strudel with vanilla sauce. I know that when we've gone on Disney cruises, uh, it, what one of the great things they have there for the adults is uh, cooking. Series, and we highly recommend that for people. But Apple Strudel seems to be one we've seen a couple times, yeah. and so it just
0: use the whole table to yes. put out the dough for the Apple Strudel. It's pretty funny and right.
1: interesting, yeah. So, you know, it's just something fun to reminisce on some of our past cruises. Um, and one last thing, it's not one that I'm necessarily going to try. I like beer, but this one is not the kind that I like, but I just love the name. It's the Ivanhoe Park Brewing Company's Applely Ever After Green Apple Sour Ale that's made up in uh, Orlando, and that's going to be served at the Appleseed Orchid near the Canada Theatre. So. Nice. Some really fun new dishes, some new marketplaces, and like I said, along with a lot of great fan favorites from the past. Right. So
0: much food to sample. I'm looking forward to checking out as much of it as possible when we're out there in just a couple weeks and then even a couple months after that again. Yeah.
1: How, how much can we eat in a day? How
0: much can we eat in a day? We can eat a lot. Yes, and we can drink a lot. That's and true. we will have a good time. And now I'm starving, so we need to start <laughs> getting this show wrapped up. But we never leave you without giving you some sort of tip that might help you on your next vacation. And as always, we start with Michelle. One, because she does the best pitch jobs <laughs> uh, to get you enticed to visit some of these international Disney parks. She's gorgeous. Oh, She's man. wonderful. <laughs> she has the best list. She sweet. does the best research, but she always has the very best tips as well. So let's get to it. Here is Michelle's tip of the week.
1: Well, thank you, honey. You're just too kind. I'm actually going to give two. Um, one is based on the theme of our our uh, main story today relate, related to... Uh, Language, But the other one I I feel remiss if I don't um, put this out, it's kind of also like a mildly news story. And that is that the um, Magic Kingdom in Walt Disney World and uh, Disneyland Resort here in Southern California have re-implemented their uh, flag retreat ceremonies at the end of the day. And those are definitely well worth checking out. You can look at um, the guides. Uh, on the app and everything to see what times those take place. But they're really, really are nice, touching uh, experience. It's kind of a nice way to just kind of end part of your day. Like if you want to go out of the park and come back later in the evening, it's kind of a nice break. But I would definitely recommend that. Uh, But to my main tip associated with the main topic is... um, Here in this country, if you have guests with limited English fluency, uh, Disney does offer complimentary devices that translate attractions, narrations for um, over 20 of the attractions throughout the four Disney World parks. Um, they call it the ears to the world <laughs> show translators. Uh, they're wireless headphone units and the, they feature performances by professional voice uh, actors and they they are synchronized with the attraction so that it really can provide that same magical experience for the guests that do, are not as uh as fluent in English. Uh, the languages include French, German, Japanese, Portuguese, and Spanish. Uh, so if you do want to participate in using one of those devices, they do have you um, supply a refundable deposit that you get back. You need to bring it back on the same day to the same park. So I believe if you're going if you are going to park hop you would pick up another device. Uh, so just go to guest relations and ask about that.
0: It's a great tip, Michelle's well, tips. Thank Always you. the best tips. Thank
1: you. Uh, by the
0: way, a lot of times if you go, and at least this is our experience when you go to uh, Disneyland Paris. Uh, I assume it's similar when you go to some of the Asian Disney parks mm-hmm. as well. Um, that if you're going to some of the shows and even some of the attractions as well, they will give you times as to when the shows are in whatever language that is your right. preference. So if you're if you speak English only, uh, you can go and check and find out what times these shows are in English. If you speak French if you speak you know German whatever right. uh, there's usually several different languages so again I don't know that that's true of the Asian parks for mm-hmm. sure but it wouldn't surprise me if that's the case mm-hmm. definitely the way they've done it in right. Disneyland Paris because exactly. we've experienced that for ourselves so good to know Thank so um, on my tip this week I just want to quickly talk about dining reservations and uh, as you know right now that uh, as we speak today uh, you can start booking as long as you have a Well, I mean, you you actually don't need a park reservation, but it's best to have a park reservation. You can start booking your dining reservation 60 days out uh, at many locations. But a lot of those dining reservations go away quickly because there's still somewhat limited capacity in these restaurants, so they'll go swiftly. But even if you go online and you're looking for that your favorite dining establishment in these Disney parks, whether it be Disneyland, Walt Disney World, whatever, and it's not there for doesn't mean you're not going to get a chance to eat there. Keep checking back um, because people will shift their dining plans all the time. They may even shift their park reservations. So right. go on there, keep checking back on the app or on the website and see if some of these restaurants that you want to go to be, pop up and become available. Right. Um, and especially as you get closer to it because that's when people really start canceling things as they realize we're getting really really close and you know, there's a non-refundable deposit right. that goes with you going um, if, if you get within 24 hours of being at that restaurant. So that's especially the time to check out you know within 24 hours you know go start checking and seeing if anybody's canceled uh the day of and you might be able to land that uh, dining reservation that you're looking for also even if that doesn't happen if there's there's no availability you don't find a reservation for the time or the restaurant you're looking for you still might have an opportunity that day when you go to the parks go up and check in with the uh the person that's at front the hostess the host that's at front of it and see if you can get up on the walk-up list sometimes it's already Sometimes not, but it can't hurt to ask. And you can also, a lot of times, they'll have that right on your app. app. You Mm -hmm. can check in there. And get on a walk-up list there, and they'll tell you now you you will have to be very flexible with your dining right. uh, your plans in that case. You know, don't expect that I'm going to definitely get <laughs> 6 p.m. dinner at whatever restaurant. No, it'll be when they have something available for you. But right. if your heart is set at dining at one of these restaurants, there are possible ways that you might be able to get in. The most the most important thing is just keep trying, and you may get that little bit of pixie dust. Right?
1: great, uh, Great tip, honey. That is awesome. Thanks.
0: So that's it for this week. Next week, well, we're back with part four of our series, counting down to Walt Disney World's 50th birthday celebration on October 1st. Again, Michelle, as I mentioned (laughs) earlier, she brings the best research. She's bringing it to the table again. Her always amazing research as we explore more of the history of the most magical place on earth. Tell us, what does part four have in store for us, Michelle? It is called Room With A View. Ah, what do you think that could allude to? Mm. Mm, room with a view. We'll look forward to hearing all about it next week because Michelle does an excellent job <laughs> with those for sure. So uh, We appreciate that you joined us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com and while you're there, you'll get to sign up for our newsletter if you haven't done that already. Please sign up for the newsletter. It's just another way to be kind of involved with us. We like to interact with you through the newsletter. You're it's often, those of you who are in the newsletter, uh, get the newsletter off and the first ones to find out new information, new things that we have going on and be able to interact with that. So. Um, we just enjoy getting that out to you every week.
1: Right. And sometimes we share with you things that we don't even talk about on the podcast, some little information, tidbits that might help f- help you on your vacation. And just to reassure everybody, we don't do anything with those email addresses except keep them for us to send you the newsletter. Yep,
0: that's it. And we don't clog your uh, email inbox. It's just a once a week we send out the newsletter right. to you. So uh, another way to be involved with us is on social media. We're on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook Instagram. Instagram and Pinterest at Hyperion adventures podcast. Check out our brand new Facebook group, the Hyperion adventurers, Facebook group. Just do a search for that. Um, Just sign right up, join in, have some fun with us. We're just, all we're looking for is to have a positive Disney experience within that site. We're looking for positive people to have some positive fun and uh, just talk about, our adventures. Right. uh, A lot of great sharing. Right. For sure. Uh, Also, if you want to check out some of these episodes on YouTube, please just do a search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast. Hit subscribe and you'll know whenever we have a new video. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, HyperionAdventuresPodcast at gmail.com.
1: We love hearing from you and and communicating with you. So please uh, feel free to drop us a line.
0: Yes. um, We just want to interact with you that much more. Also, of course, I mentioned it earlier. We do have a Patreon page. Please check us out there. It's uh, patreon.com slash Hyperion Adventures podcast. And, you know, if you do want to help us out with our show costs at all as well, and you don't feel like committing to a subscription thing where it's going, you can also go to our Spreadshirt shop. Just go to Spreadshirt.com. Look for Hyperion Adventures podcast. We have gear there that you can buy. Proceeds for that will come to us as well to help us cut some of these costs that you know go to building this website sending out the newsletter uh getting the podcast out there and upgrading our equipment um however you decide even if you don't decide to put in any money in any way we just appreciate that you're on along with us on this journey
1: right we love interacting with you yes
0: so that's it thank you for listening to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast we look forward to sharing some time with you again next week until that time I'm Tom I'm Michelle and we hope that you have a magical week bye